0: Stay up-to-date and engaged with the financial world. You're listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. There's an old saying in Texas that if you fool me, you can't get fooled again. But it appears that this saying does not hold on Wall Street. In November of 2021, the salad chain Sweetgreen IPO'd on the New York Stock Exchange, On the very first day of trading, its share price surged 76%, giving the company a market cap of $5 billion. Sweetgreen is a fast casual restaurant chain that sells salad. At the time of the IPO, they had 140 restaurants and they had never turned a profit. But they assured investors that their business model was sound and that they were profitable on a per-restaurant basis. They just needed to open new locations and the incremental profits will eventually surpass the corporate overhead. With Sweetgreen being the hip new restaurant in town, why couldn't they open up hundreds or even thousands of stores? Why couldn't they become the next Chipotle? That's what investors thought when they bought the stock, pumping up the price by 76% on the very first day. Fast forward 2 years, and the share price has declined by 80%, and they still have never posted a single quarter of GAAP profitability. This past Thursday, June 15th, another restaurant chain called Kava IPO'd. Kava is basically a Greek version of Chipotle, Similar to Sweetgreen, Kava is growing very quickly by opening new stores, but has never posted a net profit. People are already drawing comparisons saying that Kava will be the next Chipotle. In this video, we'll take a deep dive into the Kava IPO, and see why investors are possibly making the same mistake twice. Keep in mind that nothing in this video should be taken as investment advice, we're just looking at Kava as a business and valuation case study. With over 3,000 locations across North America and Europe, Chipotle is one of the most successful fast food chains in the world. Their method of making the food right in front of the customer allows for a level of customization far greater than old fast food chains like McDonald's. The standardized nature also means that each burrito can be made very quickly, allowing for a high level of throughput. The company has been a massive success. After IPOing in 2006, Chipotle's stock prices increased almost 50-fold, and it currently has a market cap of $56 billion, making it one of the most successful restaurant companies in the world. Success always invites competition. With the skyrocketing popularity of Chipotle, it became clear that there was significant demand for fast casual dining. Restaurants which serve food quickly and for a cheap price, but are at least slightly healthier than the heavily processed food served at places like McDonald's. One of these competitors is Sweetgreen. Founded in 2006, Sweetgreen is a fast-casual restaurant chain that serves salads. It was designed to appeal towards younger consumers with a particular emphasis on health and environmental sustainability. They IPO'd in November of 2021. In hindsight, they chose the timing perfectly as this was at the peak of the post-pandemic stock market bubble. While the company was losing money, the management team assured investors that the business model was sound and that they were already profitable on a per-store basis. They just didn't have enough stores yet to cover their corporate overhead. Let's assume there is a chain that owns 3 stores. Each store generates $100 of profit, giving them $300 of profit in total. But they also have a corporate headquarters. This includes the senior management team, accountants, HR people, and all the other administrative roles necessary to run a business. Let's say this costs $500. So even though you made $300 of contribution profit, this isn't enough to cover your overhead, so you report an operating loss. Now you open up 3 new stores which generate $100 of contribution profit each your contribution profit increases to $600, which is enough to cover your corporate overhead, and you finally achieve an operating profit. In their IPO prospectus, Sweetgreen claimed that they expect new restaurants to generate at least $2.8 million in annual sales and to generate a contribution profit margin in excess of 18%. That's half a million dollars of annual contribution profit per restaurant. It only costs $1.2 million to start a new restaurant, yielding an impressive payback period of less than 3 years. Investors bought into this story, giving the company a market capitalization in excess of $5 billion on the first day of trading. But these investors were sorely disappointed. In its first year and a half as a public company, Sweetgreen's share price has lost 80% of its value, and they are still not even close to profitability. So what happened? As Sweetgreen opened up new restaurants, their revenue and contribution profit did increase. But so too did their corporate overhead. Running a restaurant chain with 200 locations is a lot more complicated than running a chain with 100 locations. The more locations you have, the more complex will be your logistics, accounting, marketing, and other administrative tasks. As of 2022, they made about $2.9 million of gross revenue per store. $2.5 million went to restaurant-level expenses like ingredients, wages, rent, and utilities. They then had $1.2 million of depreciation and general administrative costs per store. All told, they were losing almost $800 per store. Sweetgreen is a long way from profitability. So far, they've mostly focused on urban locations in major East Coast cities, such as Washington, D.C. and New York. If they want to increase their scale, they'll have to expand to the Deep South and Midwest, where people may not be as interested in a hip salad chain. That's another reason to be cautious about unit economics. You can't just look at the unit economics of existing stores and extrapolate going forward. Just like how a farmer picks the lowest hanging fruit first, a chain restaurant opens up the most attractive locations first. Let's suppose the best place in the world for a sweet green restaurant is in Times Square in New York City. Because the foot traffic is so high, the store has massive sales and is very profitable. The problem is you can't put two restaurants in the same square because your second restaurant will cannibalize sales from the first one. As you exhaust the favorable locations, you'll be forced to open new restaurants in less desirable locations, and your unit economics will decrease. That's the problem with Sweetgreen. They'll have to grow their location count tremendously to cover their overhead costs, but it's unclear if consumer demand is broad enough to support such a large number of restaurants. Sweetgreen's initial $5 billion market cap was clearly overvalued in hindsight, but this is perhaps unsurprising. At the time, interest rates were near zero, and the stock market as a whole was overvalued. In 2022, the Federal Reserve hiked interest rates aggressively, causing a major bear market. With financial conditions tightening, investors quickly lost their appetite for money-losing startups. With the disastrous performance of Sweetgreen and hundreds of other IPOs during the post-COVID bubble, it looked like investors had finally learned their lesson. But this lesson was short-lived. In June of 2023, the fast-casual restaurant chain Kava went public on the New York Stock Exchange, Kava is almost identical to Chipotle in terms of the pricing and how the food is made. The main difference is the food is Greek-inspired instead of Mexican. The Kava IPO had some eerie similarities to the Sweetgreen IPO. On the first day of trading, the share price more than doubled, giving it a market cap in excess of $5 billion. That's despite the fact that the company is still losing money. Kava's management team assured investors that they have a clear path to profitability. They just have to open up more locations. So will kava become the next Chipotle, or will it be another failure like Sweetgreen? Kava creates Greek-style bowls which include both meat and vegetables. Just like at Chipotle, each customer can customize their bowl and include exactly what they want. Kava's prices are slightly higher than Chipotle. According to DoorDash, the most popular options on Chipotle cost about $14.25, while the popular bowls at Kava cost $15. In terms of nutritional value, kava and Chipotle are also about the same. Kava bulls have between 600 and 900 calories. The average Chipotle burrito has about 700 calories. As we can see, it's basically a slightly more expensive Greek version of Chipotle. But given that Chipotle is already so big, is there room for another competitor? Kava was founded in 2011 and has experienced a massive expansion over the past few years. Between 2018 and 2022, their store count has increased more than tenfold from 22 to more than 200. Kava claims that once a new restaurant is stabilized, it generates $2.3 million in annual sales. About $1.8 million of that goes to direct store expenses. If you divide their general and administrative as well as depreciation expense by the number of stores, you get an overhead allocation of about $500,000 per store. They also had some non-recurring expenses which we excluded. All things considered, they made an operating loss of negative $16,000 per store. So at least they're in a much better position than Sweetgreen, which is losing $800,000 per store. If Kava just opens up a dozen or so more stores, they can probably achieve gap profitability within the next year or so. As of the time of recording this video, Kava's share price was $44. With 111 million shares outstanding, that gives them a market cap of almost $5 billion. For this stock to be a good investment, it's not enough for Kava to just become profitable. They also need to grow into their hefty valuation. Currently, the chain has 263 restaurants across 22 states. In their IPO prospectus, they say there is potential to have more than 1,000 kava restaurants by 2032, 9 years from now. Assuming they can achieve this target, would it be worth $5 billion today? Chipotle has over 3,000 locations and is considered to be one of the most efficient restaurant chains in the world. Each Chipotle location generates $2.8 million of gross turnover per year. 80% of this revenue goes to restaurant-level operating costs. Being a much bigger company, Chipotle's corporate overhead costs are far larger than Cava. But because it's spread out over 3,000 locations, the overhead allocation per restaurant is relatively low at about $280,000. These economies of scale have allowed Chipotle to become very profitable, generating about $400,000 of operating profit per restaurant per year. Let's assume that once Kava reaches their target of 1,000 locations, they will become as efficient as Chipotle and have just $284,000 of corporate overhead per restaurant. Kava's gross turnover and restaurant-level profit margins are slightly worse than Chipotle, so they would generate about $180,000 of operating profit per restaurant. Assuming they have 1,000 locations, that would get them to $180 million of total operating profit. Minus corporate taxes, this would translate to about $140 million of net income. Given the current $5 billion market cap, that would yield a price-to-earnings ratio of 35, a significant premium to the S&P 500. Keep in mind that this is based on their target 9 years into the future. You also have to account for the time value of money, and there's no guarantee that they'll be even able to reach their target of 1,000 locations. Given that Chipotle already has thousands of locations across the country, is there enough consumer demand to support 1,000 Kava restaurants as well? According to Kava's CEO, Americans are getting tired of Mexican, Italian, and Asian-style food, which have already reached saturation. Thus, consumers will welcome Kava's more exotic Greek food. The idea of using exotic food styles is not new. Noodles & Co. is a fast, casual noodle chain which brands itself as the world's kitchen. They carry noodle recipes from all over the world, from Asian to Italian and even Mediterranean. When they IPO'd in 2013, its stock price immediately doubled. Investors hyped it as the next Chipotle, and they even hired a former Chipotle executive to be CEO. As it turns out, there was only limited demand for exotic noodles. As the company expanded to new locations, their unit economics deteriorated. To date, they have struggled to sustain profitability, and their share prices declined by more than 90%. The point is, consumer preferences are fickle and difficult to predict. Just because KAVA has been successful with its first 250 locations, another thing to consider is that 59% of KAVA's customers have household incomes above $100,000 per year. Only 34% of Americans make this much. We can see KAVA's customer base skew significantly more wealthy than the general population. That could limit their growth potential. And finally, according to Google Trends, the search volume for Kava is substantially lower even than Sweetgreen. Despite the successful IPO, there doesn't seem to be much excitement amongst consumers. All things considered, it appears that Kava is extremely overvalued. Even if everything goes according to plan, they will still be overvalued in 2032. The S&P 500 experienced a major bear market in 2022 thanks to the Fed's rate hikes, causing a number of IPOs to decline 80% from the prior year. Companies that wanted to IPO decided to wait until the stock market recovered so that they could get more attractive valuations. In 2023, the market made a massive comeback, with the S&P 500 now within striking distance of its all-time highs. Much of this recent rally has been catalyzed by ChatGPT and general hype around artificial intelligence. Tech companies that are perceived as beneficiaries of this technology are seeing their share prices surge, lifting up the entire market. While Kava itself has nothing to do with AI, it has certainly benefited from the general boost in market sentiment, allowing them to conduct a successful IPO at a very high valuation. It also exposes short-term memory of Wall Street. You would think that after the disastrous results of Noodles & Co. as well as Sweet Green, investors would be more skeptical of money-losing restaurant companies promising to be the next Chipotle. But it looks like Wall Street may have been fooled again. You've been listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. Don't miss a minute wherever you go. Wall Street Millennial, signing out.